boys and gays there are over two million podcasts worldwide and today you're listening to us and we do so appreciate that your boy is here with brian castiglione in the producer chair and we have two guests with us today kieran and connor franzone what's up how's it going members of the band dino skate park the album is artifacts and this isn't going to come out until September. Oh, wait. So I don't know if you want to plug anything, but this comes yeah, out early it, September. I don't know if you have dates that far ahead. This comes out, came out on June 3rd, 2022. I think he's talking about like gig dates. Um, yeah, anything coming up. Yeah, any, anything coming uh, up. With, I know we have a bunch of... Pl- just, any any plug you want to do now, because people oh, always... the podcast comes out. Yeah. The, the podcast... <laughs> no, no, no. No, 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 no. I knew the album was out already, but <laughs> I don't want to talk about it like it's a fresh album, because th- it's already been out a month, and this doesn't come out until like the first or second week of September. Oh, okay. This podcast. That. But like, yeah, people always do plugs at the end of podcasts, and like, how many people are going to be all the way there at the end, so... Plug away now, whatever you want to plug for the band. Absolutely true. Uh, check us out on Spotify, Apple Music, all those beautiful, wonderful things. Uh, if you live in the Long Island area, I believe September 11th is a Sunday. We are going to be playing at Amityville Music Hall. Yes, we are. And uh, you should absolutely come down and check that out because it's going to be a fun time. Uh, there's six of us. We fit on small stages and it's really funny. Um, we have a good time and you'll have a good time. I guarantee it. May hear one or two of the breakdowns throughout this episode. So I know you guys, I don't want to throw a genre on you because you're not really genre people. Whenever people ask me, I always shake my head and I just say like alt ska. Yeah. Yeah. We like to call it dark ska, progressive ska. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. I like that. Um, we, we, we've, we've had some like chaotic ska things thrown our way. Some people have just been like, no, you guys are skate punk, but with horns. We're like, okay, but like, watch with the guitar. No, that's fine. It's skate punk. I'm like, uh, sure. Yeah. Whatever Everyone likes to put it in a be, box dude. though. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, for we sure. We are whatever you want us to be. Listen, there's a lot of layers. Just listen in. I respect that. All right. Well, so today we are going to do the top 10 metalcore breakdowns. We said we were going to cap it roughly at 2012. We're not using super strict rules this time. Sometimes the rules can be a bitch on this podcast, depending on the topic. We're being pretty loose today. Um, I have dishonorable mentions. Do we have dishonorable mentions? <laughs> I don't mentions? have any, but I, knew you I, have, I know. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I know you one. do. Yeah. Uh, one specifically, because it is just the most abysmal fucking breakdown I've ever heard in my life. Let's hear it. What is it? Oh, we're going to do the dishonorable first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh... Downfall of us all, a day to remember. Oh, okay. So my dishonorable mention is a day to remember. <laughs> love love it. it. I love it. Oh, it's so it, good. Because every breakdown sounds the fucking same. Woo. Dude. Oh my god. Hot take. You go to see them and you can't breathe, dude, because there's so many people on top mm. of each other and so much bad weed smoke in the air <laughs> yeah. and body odor if you're at a, a total like warp tour or something. I think one of the first things that turned me off from even wanting to listen to them in high school was just like the fan base that they had. Yes. Like, you know, like the kid, like they wore the Cookie Monster flag. Right? Yep. I was going to say bright shirts, fucking. Yeah. I, I almost want to call them out by name. <laughs> Oh, don't do that. I'm not going to do it. You know who I'm talking about. I, I you know, it was a lot of people, to be honest. Yeah, no, exactly. there's one kid I'm thinking of. Oh. One of your friends. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't. Um, but yeah, and then like I finally like sat down and listened to Homesick, because that's what everyone was ranting and raving right. about. And like, from that opening, that da-da-da, I just, yeah. no. We're no. in it. We're here. I'm like, I, I no. wonder what was, whoever was writing that, Jeremy McKinnon, I have no idea, but I wonder what was going through their They heads. wanted to get something that could be on the radio. 
So saying, I mean, it's poppy. Like, why don't you just like, how about this? Just just do it on a guitar, but like, just have the high filter on and just have it sound like, I don't know. Just have the guitar sound quieter and just do it. So the voice is what's bothering you about it. I mean, I couldn't get past Yeah, but I think it's it's like one of those things. You know how now rappers and stuff will like build, like Drake did it with the Tootsie Slide. They'll build TikToks into their songs right. and just make give it to you. That's them just give. We want the crowd to cheer along. We're fucking giving We're it to you. It's like yep. WWE. Vince is like, this is the good guy. This is the bad guy. We're telling you who to cheer for. They're telling you they want you to cheer. Yeah, you hear a group chant, you, you know, know what the hell yeah, you're like, supposed to do. That's, why, it, that's why it's not the guitar. all of us all, that's not like... The best part of the song. It's not the right. That's like, not a cheerable rhythm. It's not. Like, it's not. 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 It's Especially yeah, if you're I mean, on stage. I'm just justifying it. I'm not saying I like it or anything like that. You <laughs> anyway, know, I I just I, said all of the day to remember is my dishonorable mention. I'm I'm glad that we shared an offensive line together when we were fine. <laughs> Mad respect. Shout out, yeah, shout out the Gators. Bro, I was the only dude who could snap the ball with one hand. <laughs> also, nice. also the only skinny kid who wasn't fast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's all right. Do you have dishonorable mentions? I gotta think about that. Okay. We, gotta, we, gotta I don't have we can come back to it. I have honorable mentions. You have honorable mentions. Yeah, yeah. I have honorable go honorable mentions. mentions. You haven't right. spoken. Do you yet. want me to give you one, two? I got four. Uh, you. I got three, so we could go one for one if you want. Right, you we'll have honorable mentions. So I mentioned yeah, I before. I yeah, said we'll it out loud. Around the, around but uh, first one I got is Car Bomb by the Acacia Strain. Okay. I wanted to put it on the list, but it. I think it's only like a minute and thirty song. It's literally just a breakdown for the whole song. So. Just to Figured I'd put it on the honorable mention. The song is Car Bomb and the band is Acacia Strain. Yes. Okay, because there's also Car Bomb the band. Oh, so Car Bomb by the Acacia Strain. I thought you said yeah. that the first time. Yeah. I might not have, but I didn't know there was a band called Car Bomb also. Oh, they're fantastic. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll put one of those. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, honorable mention for sure. Okay, I'll go with my honorable mention that I had like a 15, 20 minute battle with myself over whether or not it was going to make the list. And ultimately, it didn't because it's kind of stupid. It's AC-130 by Attack Attack. <laughs> All right. It's just about a minute and 47 seconds of breakdown the entire yeah. time. And then there was that techno remix that they made yeah. that just slapped the fucking shit out of the wall, dude. Great, great breakdown <laughs> even with the whatever kind of... It Seeing wasn't that was nuts. I can't even... Yeah, and then you're, you're better off dead. Fucking yeah. send it home to Rome on some poor girl's <laughs> face in the pit, dude. <laughs> I swear. I think I've seen more people knocked out cold in attack attack pits than any yeah, other. Yeah, people went nuts. Oh, it was yeah, crazy. Dude. Wow. Remember the kid came up to us with the rag that was just red, yeah. covered in blood? Yeah. It's like, this is from attack attack. <laughs> we were like, okay. <laughs> Go ahead, buddy. Um, a little one of mine. Um, Creeping Death uh, off of Ride the Lightning by Metallica. He knows exactly what I'm talking about. That dike. Yeah. It's just like you know that like there's like some dude like right now probably upstairs with back problems who went to a Metallica <laughs> concert in 1984 and heard that live and was ready to knock somebody the fuck out. He stood up real quick, throw an elbow like, for fun. Like, and he knows he hears it again. He'll be right back there. Yeah, swing a chair over someone's head. <laughs> 
You just have 10, right? You I, don't... I, got, I got them all a little mad. All right, let's hear it. Only because uh, we just brought up Carbomb before, but Secrets Within sounds like this. Jeez. Just gets progressively heavier. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. I could, I could throw a windmill kick to that. Not in my current state, but ten years ago. If I went to a show nowadays, it'd just be you know maybe seats. I don't even know if I'd be sitting next to the bar, just like, this is great, this is awesome. This is good from a distance. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I do at metal shows right now. Uh, The only time I really go in the pit is like a ska show. Yeah, just get a little silly. I'm not going to get hit. Just get a little two-step going on. Yeah. Um, My next honorable mention is going to be Horse the Song by Horse the Band. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Have have you ever listened to Horse the Band? No. No, it's... um, very interesting band. Can't even lie. Um, but the song itself is very intense. I do like the breakdown. Um, I am a sucker for a lot of bands that use a lot of synths in their songs or in their breakdowns. This is kind of like the best of both worlds, I feel like. A we got bit. plenty of that to come. Yeah. We got plenty, of, we got plenty of speaking of synths and bands. <laughs> okay, time for plan B. Enter Shikari. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking breakdown and the entire build to that breakdown. Like, you feel it deep deep inside your body when they finally get to this means war like i'll punch jack right in his throat <laughs> i was listening to it before like shaking my car in the driveway listening to that song another one i really wanted it to make the list but i just i couldn't do it you guys ever get yeah. the, uh, the breakdown vinegar strokes <laughs> <laughs> what do you even mean like you like just break you down never seen always sunny yeah. Yeah. You're like, okay, wait a minute. They're building up to something. They're building at least a minute away, but like, you can tell like the drums are getting like a little bit more slower, and you're like, oh my god, the guitars are calming down, but like this is the calm before the storm. And yeah. you start getting the breakdown vinegar strokes again. You start sweating a little bit in your car. Yeah, I, I get like a stank face. Like I'll make a stank face, you know? Yeah, mean right. for sure. Yeah, like this shit. Yeah. Like, if I were 10 years younger, I swear to God, <laughs> Honestly, dude, I'd go idea. fight a neighbor. And then after it, after, <laughs> and then after it happens, you're like, yeah, man, I'm going to do this again. And then you're like, mm, maybe not. Maybe I'm just going to go to sleep. But <laughs> You get exhausted <laughs> by the experience. <laughs> wrong, wrong kind of vinegar stroke call. So that was, you have another one? Um, I forgot that I just went. Uh, I do. It, it might be on his list, uh, but I'm going to say it anyway. And a similar uh, car bomb by the Acacia Strain. Tactical Nuke by the Acacia yeah, Strain. Yeah, also good. How it just, every time they get through that, boom, pop, you think the album's over, and then they just bring it back slower and slower. It's like, a, it's supposed to be like a minute and a half long. It's like six minutes long. <laughs> he, totally stole that, he totally stole that idea. Not that, not that crazy. Everybody slows down breakdowns at the end of songs. There's no stealing in art. Not in 2022, dude. Not Everyone's anymore. done everything. Yeah. Simpsons what are you going to do? Simpsons you know? did it. Simpsons definitely did it. Um, my last honorable mention uh, is going to be New Beginnings by For the Fallen Dreams. Um, the whole song's essentially a breakdown, but I feel like that's kind of how all their songs were. I don't know if anyone listens to the For, For the Fallen Dreams, but nope. it's essentially just a breakdown. It's it's pretty much... I love a good entire metalcore. song breakdown. 
That's pretty much what yeah. it is. That's kind of the whole album. It all, you know what it is? They're, it's hard to put them on the list because all their albums, they're one of those bands where all their albums sound the same, but it's not necessarily bad. Like, you can fuck with all of it, but you're like, nothing about this stands out. Yeah. If that kind of makes sense. Consistency yeah. over wow factor. Right. I gotcha. I do have one more honorable mention, and that was the first breakdown I heard that like I consciously knew it was a breakdown because Kieran told me, but it was <laughs> Screaming in Fire by Bullet. Yeah. Oh, Damn, yeah, what a fucking know. song to bring up. Damn. <laughs> I didn't even <laughs> fucking <laughs> think <laughs> of Bullet for My Valentine. What'd you say? I'm sorry? I didn't even think of Bullet for My Valentine. Neither did I. And I probably would have had them at least on here a couple of I had one more honorable months. mention. Early Grave by Architects. Mm. A lot of people just, like this song. I never, I'm not familiar. It just kind of, you know, you just kind of feel like you're getting punched in the fucking chest. <laughs> it's pretty good. Wasn't making the list. Fair enough. Yeah, that was my last one too. Um, really? Nice. Five Minutes Alone by Pantera. Didn't really do it for me. <laughs> it was good, but it wasn't good enough to make the top ten. Fair enough. I tried so, so hard to like Pantera more because like everyone else liked it and I'm just like oh, I'm like, one of those people too I never got yeah. it Metallica I always liked always thought Metallica was Megadeth cool too. I loved Megadeth I never liked Megadeth either oh, dude, I don't know why so I, good. really uh, yeah, yeah I don't know yeah Jack, Jack's sitting yeah, in good. he wants to say something hey folks so <laughs> today you know I'm sitting in on the studio in order to learn a new demographic and I have had nothing but a blast thus far however to cite Brian's honorable mention uh, New Beginnings by, what was the band? For, for the Fallen Dream. Love that song. So I am currently... You don't know the name of the band, but you love the song? Dude, I'll listen to it in my car. I'll throw it on. <laughs> love but that. But I'm fucking, I'm learning. I'm here. I heard a song named AC-130, and I'm already in. <laughs> so I'm fucking here for the ride. AC-130 is what we call dick-kicking music. It's its own <laughs> subgenre of music, dude. Just a minute. You just hear that? You want to go kick some aggression. dicks, dude. You know, which often are the most fun songs. So it's time for top ten. Yeah. Um. So we discussed this on hip hop. I'm an album listener. Okay. Yeah. So I will throw on an album, and specifically when new albums come out, I listen to them start to finish like three times. But like whenever I'm listening to music, I just put albums on. So there's a lot of music that I know songs, but I don't know names of songs. So how I made this list was if I knew the name of the song, like I knew that I I love that breakdown. And it's for me. It's not me being a critic. That's like the way. It's not a critical top ten. It's my top ten. If you don't like it, you know, kick ass. I don't kiss ass. I don't know what to tell you. There's so many breakdowns out there. But here we go with number ten. This one made it purely for nostalgia reasons. So let me paint you guys a picture. All right, Brian, you were here. Okay. It's two thousand nine, late July two thousand nine. Prime time. All right. It's about, Prime scene time. It's about ninety two degrees. Time. It's about ninety two degrees, seventy seven percent humidity. Uniondale, New York. Oh, boy. You the parking lot of Nassau Coliseum. It's Vans Warped Tour. Okay? And it's, and about, it's hot. Oh, it's hot. I got sun poisoning that year. And it's about 11.15 in the morning. Eastern okay? Time? Eastern Standard Eastern time. time. It's about 11.15 in the morning. And there's a band in there, and they're doing their thing. We ran over to go see them because they were playing so goddamn early. Yep. And they're doing their thing, and they refuse to. They stop playing, and they refuse to play the breakdown of this song until they split the crowd and did a wall of death. And this is my first 15 minutes of ever being at a hardcore show <laughs> in my career. This is the introduction. So, yeah. did, what song was it? I have two songs in my head, but I don't know which one it is. So you say it, and I'll let you know if I was right. There's no penguins in Alaska yeah, by yeah, the yeah. Chiodos. 
the reason I kept it at 10 is because I go back and like that story makes it feel like such a legendary breakdown to me. But then you go back and listen to nah. it and it's like, hey, yeah. you know, eh. got to give them their credit, though. Another band, Chiodos, people went crazy. Every people, show, well, Craig Owens, the music monster. was amazing. The music was was it was almost like listening to ballads over and over and over. These dramatic ass songs that are. No, you don't listen to Chiodos. I, I, I couldn't get into them. What about you know drugs? what it is? Huh? Drugs. After after he left after Craig Owens left Chiodos, he started a band called Drugs. Oh yeah, uh, no, no. I like drugs too. I Chiodos was just kind of like an introduction to hardcore, and that's why I think I like them so much. Because okay. I heard Baby You Wouldn't Last a Minute on the Creek on like MTV in like 2000 and God knows when. So they were just kind of like the first one into it. And I feel then, like they were a lot of people's introduction. That's what I'm saying. And then obviously, like as I got more into the music, I got heavier and heavier. But that was kind of just like yeah, I think it's bittersweet almost like, like nostalgic. A lot of my friends were just into it, and like I just like couldn't get into Didn't it. Get it. So I was just yeah. like, you know what? Fuck you guys. Like, that was me with a day to remember. It. Everyone loved a day to remember, and I was like, I don't get it. I just don't get it. They just didn't have taste. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, they got got. All right, so you're up for number ten. Uh, yeah, for me, number ten. Uh, another sort of nostalgia thing, because it goes like further back. Um, one step closer, Lincoln Park. Off of their hybrid theory album. Oh my god, that's a good one. That was the first breakdown I ever heard at like the age of like seven, eight years old. Did you hear him? No, I didn't. One step closer by Lincoln. Oh jeez, yeah, that is. Yeah, there was a collision course in there. Yeah, there's a breakdown of that. That shut up when I'm talking to you part. Yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah. Like I know what you're talking about. Like I I didn't like seven eight year old me like learned aggression because yeah. of that. Music. <laughs> this does, was music, angst. music doesn't have to be heavy metal to have a breakdown. It's just typically more featured in in metalcore. Yeah. Little John's so freaking heavy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Little John throws down. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. So am I at number ten? Yes. Yes, sir. All right. So number ten, I'm gonna start off with Flourish by the Contortionist. Yeah, I forgot about the contortions uh, too. Jesus Christ. They got Christ. this main riff, and then what happens is they go through this whole fucking song where your mind's just fucking blown, honestly. And then it just, everything slows down, and it goes back to that main riff, but it's just slightly slower. Like, just <laughs> to the point where you're like, they slowed the tempo down, these little assholes. Like, <laughs> and it, it's outstanding. I love it. Um, I, I saw them live five times, all on accident, but like, I was pretty happy with it. Like I've been trying to see other bands, and then just opened. That was me with. I was also with Silverstein. How many yeah. times have you see Silverstein? In just because they were there, yeah. Just because they were opening. I love yeah. Shane told I don't like that. <laughs> they were okay. Like, they were just Silverstein. I don't that know. was a good show, though. The one show we saw at Urban Plaza with them. Could have been in. It was any like show, them, Sky Eats Airplane. With oh Hibis yeah, Romans. yeah, that was fun. That was a good show. I don't show. remember who else. Um, am I up for 10? Number 10, yes, sir. So for number 10, riding off the same train that they're riding off of, coming from a nostalgia standpoint, um, I have Dogs Can Grow Beards All Over by the Devil. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Um, (laughs) absolutely. Another synth breakdown because I'm a sucker for it. I know it's not like technically a, like a heavy, heavy breakdown, but going off the same thing you guys are saying, it's all nostalgia. Devil Wears Prada, another band that kind of introduced me into this whole type of music also. Specifically, this album also. It has Texas and South is on this album also. So That is on... Um, um, Dear Love, Beautiful Discord. Yes. yes. I think... Oh, I might be saying the wrong name. But album with the statue on the cover. That's how I remember Yeah, that was the way. 2007 album, right? Could have been. 2007, been 2006, that. something uh, like that. You know what? Let me pull this up real quick. I probably have it up here. Yeah, that's the name. What year we got on this? It had to be like two years before Roots and Branches. 2006, yeah. yeah. So. So my number nine is Assistant to the Regional Manager by the Devil Wears Prada <laughs> from Roots and Branches, 2009. 
Um, not a good name, but a good breakdown. <laughs> that album was a really, really uh, good album and a bunch of good albums that came out in 2009 in like the scene core genre, right? Yeah, I think that was 2009. Yeah. That one, that album definitely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Up. No, it, it is. Out in 2009. Because that was the one with the tree on the front. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, my number nine. I'm trying to get the year for it off of my uh, supercomputer on my phone, but it doesn't really swing the load. Why are you doing that? I see you giving me a look. We got a problem with the <laughs> Devil Wars Prada. No, no, no. I just I feel bad. I feel like I need to change mine to a Devil Wars. Prada. Oh, all right. So oh just, man. Like the Devil Wars. Prada no, don't right get now. pressured. Don't do that. No, 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 I do no, that no. all the time. <laughs> no, that. that uh, that's completely fine. That's fine. Yeah, so, that's not a big deal. So actually, this is actually my most modern one, breaking the rules here after 2012 because it was good. It sounds grody enough that it sounds like it was produced before 2012, so I'll allow it. Um, the ending of Forever by Code Orange, like the song Forever hmm. off the album. I don't know it to be honest. It was, it's just, it just gets gross and kind of disgusting, <laughs> and it's it's one of those just like really sludgy breakdowns that you just kind of feel like you're walking through mud, and I love that shit. You just feel like you gotta walk with your hands yeah, up. Everything's like this. slowing down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so for number nine, I'm going uh, "Synergy" by Dance Gavin Dance. Ooh, okay. Right. Brand new, brand new Dance Gavin Dance song. Um, and it's more vocal based, but not not freaking killing. It's it's John Ness, the only actual vocalist I like. <laughs> oh. That's Don Bronco. John Mess like raps when he screams. Yeah. It, it's so creative. <laughs> it's so awesome. And my favorite part about rap is like the, these rappers will often do like these cadences that like you would only really see in a marching band snare drum. Some of that. Yeah. And, and John Mess kind of takes that to harsh vocals. Mm. And it's awesome. I never thought about that. That's actually a really yeah. good way to describe that. And um, it's such a dichotomy. What It was such a dichotomy with him and Johnny. Yeah. And Johnny. him and Kurt was good too. I liked him and Kurt. Even though too, they, yeah. I think they only did one album together because the other one was. Uh, uh, he performed Strong. immediately after on the Death Star album because that was right after they kicked him out. Right. But he did, he wasn't on the album on the recorded version of it, and then they recorded um, Happiness, and I think he was bounced after that and started a lot like Birds. Yeah. No, 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 no. Kurt was on Happiness. He did that album. Oh, Kurt. Yeah. yeah no, yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah. After Happiness, I'm, I'm talking sorry. about John Metz. I'm not even talking about Kurt. Oh, John Ness was on self-titled and then was gone on happiness. Yeah. Will Swan did this. Yeah, John, yeah, yeah, but he, had, he got Lyme's disease. Yes, yeah, yeah, he had some medical shit going on. No, no, I thought you were talking about Kurt. No, no, yeah. Yeah, they kicked him out after happiness, which is tough. Um, number nine, just to get more of my, my synth shit out of the way real quick and then kind of be out of this for a little oh, bit. Oh, we're not getting the synth shit out of the way. Well, for me. Uh, we might be on the same page, but I have Zonked by Enter Shikari. Oh, fuck yeah. I, I know. Uh, I, ha- I, I don't have that one, but you know, I want, love Zonked. I didn't want to put too much Enter Shikari because their, their breakdowns are pretty good. So I had to pick the one that I felt was the most intense, I guess. I don't know the best way to describe it, but that breakdown's awesome. Uh, the build up to it's amazing. They eventually, you know, how they start off with the synths and then eventually get the guitars to come in at the end. And even, uh, even just seeing it live was nuts. Seeing the two stepping going immediately into just. People swinging with the boom, and then 
and then everyone's just fucking. It was great. That that song. It's like you leveled the crowd with a grenade. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that is a great way to describe it. Uh-huh. Shit, just immediately. You hear the fucking roll, bang, everything drops, and everyone just started going. Yeah, I don't. It, was like I, it wasn't zonked, but I'll never forget guy who comes up on the show all the fucking time, Matt Oro, dude at Warped Tour. <laughs> I wasn't zonked. I don't remember what breakdown, but like people were throwing windmill elbows, kicks, all kinds of nonsense, and Matt's just burning. <laughs> Do remember that in the middle that of was the match? He had the uh, he had the the ninety percent sex, ten percent man yeah, on his yeah. chest. Yeah, he wrote yeah. he wrote that on his chest, and then he in sharpie, and then he couldn't get it off, and he had to go to his girlfriend's <laughs> high school graduation party, a pool party, a pool party immediately after. Waterfall. She was like, "Let's go in the pool," and Matt's like, "I don't think I can." <laughs> you mean you spent all day at Warped Tour sweating and you don't want to go in the pool right now? <laughs> you sweat like this. Like, seems suspicious. <laughs> when you have too much sweat, that it's actually going to ruin the pool. <laughs> it's just that I'm going to look like a clown in front of your grandma. He jumps My- in a big blue ring and flops around him. Like a little donut float? No, like the big blue rings that, you know, the chemicals, like, you know. Oh, I was going to say, like, when you pee. Oh, like, no, it's, it's, just because, yeah. it's just because it said it on his chest. <laughs> 90% man, 10% sex. He wrote it on his chest in Sharpie and he couldn't get it off. So he didn't want to take his shirt off around grandma. That's why he wasn't going in the pool. Oh, okay. So I'm thinking it's like coming up with excuses because like the girlfriend doesn't like would have been pissed if she saw that. Oh, yeah, she would have. She was. Oh, they fought. Like, pissed. Yeah. Not like, oh, I don't want to embarrass myself in front of grandma. Yeah. Like, no, I sweat so both. much. It was like, both. I got peed on a little bit. It was more you know? I don't want to jump in and the blue ring come around. I'll be embarrassed. So he actually come from the same uh, gland. Basically, yeah. It's all uric acid. My number eight is Reign of Darkness by Thy Art is Murder. Nice. Nice one. I actually don't know this one. It's a gut buster, dude. Yeah. It's a gut buster for sure, yeah. Would you call it a dick kicker? No, it's not quite dick kicking. It's more of like just it comes in for like 45 seconds towards the end and we're just busting guts for like a minute. And then yeah. it's and then the song kind of ends. Busting guts has like a camaraderie to it with the breakdown. Like dick kicking is like <laughs> disrespectful. It's like disrespectfully, yeah. dude. Yeah, like, I like, want to hurt you. Okay. Like yeah. there's there's moshing where you're just doing your thing, and if somebody gets hit, somebody gets hit, and then there's dick kicking, dude. There's guys who are just running around throwing straight jabs yeah. with their whole body weight behind yeah. it. Like, Real glory hole dick kickers. Yeah. <laughs> And then there's crowd killers, and me and Brian oh, took God. a bunch of crowd killers out over the years. Not fun. Just caught some guy and dropped him that one time. Do you remember that? Uh, I some guy do. was just it happened so many. Like, some guy was just throwing his entire in body into the crowd on the outside of the pit with like elbows and kicks. And he Beating jumped. People he jumped into me and Brian, team. and we just like caught him under his hips, lifted him, and dropped him on the fucking pavement. Good. That wasn't at Irving Plaza. It was that other one downtown know. that we went. Oh, to, uh, like at a. No, not Irving. The one that's this. The one that goes out. The yeah. Uh, Hammerstein. Gramercy yeah. Theater. Gramercy Theater. Gramercy Theater. Yeah. yeah. That guy got dropped on his head. I just never understood that. Like you're beating up people yeah. who are actively choosing to not be in the pit. Just go beat up yeah. the people that are in the pit. They Why don't do you the go fight that doing? hardcore guy? Why don't you yeah, go fight go, him? Go beat up the, the straight edge guy. guy. Yeah, go beat go him fight, up. The go one fight that zipped stri- all the way up to go his neck. Go fucking straight edge guy. Yeah, go, go fight straight yeah, edge guy. Him. He's over there. Right? The guy that's the guy that's wearing a wife beater and gym shorts and it's December. No, go fight him. In <laughs> all right. Dude, never fight the windbreaker guy. <laughs> you never fight the windbreaker with the straight uh, with the flap rim on. Those just don't do it. No, it's it's a bad news. Yeah. All right, my number eight. Um, laid to rest. 
uh, Lamb of God, Ashes of Jesus. Oh, yeah, Jesus. Mostly because it was the first breakdown I learned how to play. Once I tuned down to drop D, and you're just like, oh, it's just it's the whole time. You just rock with it. And you can make the fact that they were able to take just that rhythm alone and make a four and a half minute song. I'm going to cut you off really quick. Going. How sick is it the first time you figure out? what drop like drop d when you're learning how to <laughs> oh, play guitar I, I hated it you feel like a legend dude. i hated it dude everything sounds lit it doesn't matter how good i am everything no, sounds dude. like it's kicking ass so like 16 year old <laughs> kieran was just like bro why the fuck can't just everybody just tune down to like full d standard just like you know whole dick it don't like just whole dick it down yeah dude. it's like you're just putting the tip in like just <laughs> drop everything lower man <laughs> That's literally what you're doing. Mount the crew has one right. of the six yeah. strings. Imagine putting one six of your dick in there. <laughs> <laughs> Just drop the whole neck, dude. So for those Go who balls are deep. Vu, a big fan of the big dick swing. Yeah, you got a big dick swing. Oh. If you're going to have a breakdown, big dick swing it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's Jack's signature segment on Parlez-Vu every week for football. It's his big dick swing of the week. And it's always <laughs> it's always like two seven-plus point underdog uh parlay money line parlays and he always fucking crushes them i was gonna say I feel he like... won he won like ten thousand dollars of fictional money betting on the Bengals last year <laughs> wow just on the Bengals, and who was the other team that was always a dog that you took um must have been like 49ers most likely yeah, yeah. most likely yeah, probably the niners were down a lot last year yeah. so yeah. they made some money on that so we're up to connor for number eight so number eight for me i'm going periphery uh, early periphery, out my feelings from periphery one. And this entire song is really a breakdown, uh, but just the intro, you'll be able to pretty much get the overall idea of it. This sounds like it should have been on the No Mercy loading screen. <laughs> it makes you want to get on a pogo stick. Like, it just needs to be on a PlayStation 1 loading screen somewhere. Oh my god, that was the best game. Dave Mears freestyle BMX moon, 2. man on fucking ATV Off-Road Fury. Bro, Science ATV Off-Road Fury 2? Yes. Yeah. That game was the shit. It, yes, that game was the shit. You never played ATV Off-Road Fury 2 on PlayStation 2? I think I played the PSP version Spoon Man was on that. That's how I found about that song. It's ridiculous. Great song. You know, the top 10 is about Spoon Man in general. Like, what are your top 10 favorite tracks within the song? <laughs> Have you heard? You've never heard of this before? No. Not even the game? No, I've heard of the game. Oh. Game's Sorry to let you down, Chief. Are you up? Who's up? I've uh, lost track of time here. Yeah, you're up. On eight. All right, so for eight, I have... um. I have Honeysuckle by the Dillinger Escape Plan. Um, it is from 2016. Um, but I don't give a fuck. I know. Well, it's the only one. I put it in early because we were we were flexing the rules a little bit. But just like any other Dillinger Escape Plan, uh, Escape Plan song, the, the the breakdown is extremely intense. Very choppy. Very... Dun 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 dun. I don't know. I had to get them on the list. I just didn't know what very song to pick. Very fucked up time signature. Probably, like, yeah, yeah I, if it had to be... I, I don't know. I like One of Us is the Killer, but there's no real breakdown in that song. But the whole song itself is very like. Like, so, but go with Honeysuckle instead. My number seven. So I'm a, if the breakdown is good enough and the vocals that bring you into it is fucking like funny enough or lit enough for me, I'm automatically in. 
So these colors don't run by architects. Oh my god, Dude, you fucking pigs! Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I thought, I, that was that, that was almost in this list. Oh, uh, fucking huge fan, dude. I thought it'd be a more list, to be honest. Uh, my uh, my number seven, uh, the charm by Within the Ruins off of Elite. It just just this little bum bum bum, and then we hear just like the, the his call out is this is violence, this is revenge. And just, and then, <laughs> I love when it gets personal on a breakdown, yeah. dude. Like, like, here. like I'm speaking to you. Absolutely. See, that's a dick kicker. That's a dick kicker. And then just, I love like little. Like lead over you get some fucking right quarter pickups going on. Yeah, pickup <laughs> change, man. Yeah. I I saw them play this live at like some like shitty small venue in Cleveland with after the burial, and like that happened, like that. This is violence. This is revenge. Happened, and like I remember turning around, and my buddy who was with me, my best friend still to this day, punched him square in the face. Was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Look, dude. Sometimes the breakdown takes over. Yeah, you, know, you don't have a choice. I wasn't me through. in that moment. The breakdown doesn't care. Yeah, no. no. Or who's driving you home from Cleveland that night? <laughs> Which is a drive, my man. It's oh, no. not like you... I was I was going to school in Buffalo at the time. Oh, still okay. a drive. How far is Cleveland from Buffalo? Uh, I was gonna say it's, it's like probably a couple hours, right? Three hours. Yeah, oh, that ain't bad. Far enough to go see these. I would have actually right, right. went to a yeah. Browns game if I were you while I was there. Well, I mean, it's probably cheap. It's, yeah, but it was cheaper to go to a Bills game. Yeah, yeah, that's true. true. That's true. No, I know, but just like to knock it out. You know, oh, like that. I would eventually like to knock them all out. Yeah, it's gonna be kind of hard to go to a Browns game for a bit. Why? Because of Deshaun. Yeah, because their tickets are gonna skyrocket. Everyone's yeah. Gonna see him. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, but if he they gets paid, that, he gets they suspended that money for the back. year. If he gets suspended for the year, this is the year we gotta go to Cleveland. Yes. No, but like everyone's gonna want to see him, so want to see him get his like legs broken. No, but if he gets suspended for the year, he's not playing all year, so then you're not going to be expensive. You're going to watch Jacoby Brissett. Is it Jacoby Brissett or Brian Hoyer? I think it's Jacoby Brissett. Either way, it's not great. Yeah, it's not. It's not good. Sounds like Nick Chubb leading Russia in the league. Sounds like (laughs) Nick Chubb, fourth ACL tear, week six. Book it now. Not saying, just saying. Don't want to wish injury on everyone. On anyone. Connor, seven. All right, so for number seven, I'm going to take everybody back to a simpler time, okay? I like simple. It's 2011. You're in the back seat of your mom's minivan, and you well, got your iPod Touch in your hand. Some of us are driving by now, but that's fine. <laughs> My mom did have a minivan at this point, so yeah. I'm in it. All right, work. So you open your iPod Touch, and it goes click, and then you got this guy with buzzed hair, long hair on the other side, named Skrillex. He goes by, and for some reason, everybody, no matter what fucking genre of music you listen to, everybody listens to Skrill. Also, bassist for. From first to last. First, yeah. From first to last, I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. That that was. He was original. the bassist, right? I don't know. He, if he was uh, the bassist. He was. All I know is he was in. He wasn't from first to last. Yeah. So there was um there was a compilation that Corn did with Skrillex, and they have this one song called Narcissistic Cannibal, and the breakdown instead of like a guitar breakdown. It's, it's a Skrillex breakdown. Being a fucking monster. Right here. I'm trying to think. 
You can't think. The breakdown's got you. Dude. I know. Should I think of Skrillex stuff? If I know that song. Oh, I'm pretty sure that's a first time for me. Really? Yeah. I fucked with it, though. I think I've seen it. They had, I think they did another one with Korn, too. Okay. I don't remember the, I don't remember the title of it, but um, I, I know exactly what you're talking about, because there was another one. Yeah, take a look at these. Yeah, this is what I'm thinking of, but I don't know. You're right. I'm probably thinking of that other song, to yeah. be honest with you, but I remember that album cover. Pretty sick. Yeah, you're seven. All right, so for number seven, a band I never got to see live, unfortunately, but um, it's going to be The Great Unknown by The Ghost Inside. Um, yeah. We're not fucking with Ghost Inside, or we no, are no, fucking no. with Ghost Inside? I, I am. I, I saw them in uh, 2015, I think. Nice. I, it was like, uh, I went to a Every Time I Die Christmas show, and they were like one of the opening bands. They were good? Yeah, it was, it, was, it was fun to see live. I didn't really know much about them, but yeah. they, they sold me on it. They got me into them. Yeah, that breakdown's great. Um, specifically, you guys are guys were kind of talking about like um like lyrics that kind of set up the breakdown um this one that really got me it's really heavy at the point but he says um something about keep those you trust right by your side only the strong will survive and then everything just fucking drops and i remember the first time i heard it because jesse was actually the one that recommended me this band <clears throat> i was in the gym i'll never forget i was in unique and i was like we'll just give it a we'll give it a listen and then this part came up and i was like jesus Christ, like, 275 on the bar. Before, yeah. with the vinegar strokes, I was like, "This is ridiculous." I got to rewind this and do a set with this on. It was like one of yeah. those. Yeah, throw 275 on the bench, dude. Yeah. I'm gonna go hit a PR today. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. But yeah, the great unknown ghost inside. I wish I could have saw them live. I, I think something. I think I know they had an accident with their bus crash or something like that, and. They haven't been touring for a little bit. I think someone. I think one of their members may have passed away. But I remember the bus crash. I don't really remember too much else happening. Yeah, I know they haven't been touring for that reason. But if they ever do, I definitely would like to get out and try and see them for sure. But yeah, you at six. My number six is the song that got me into post hardcore and hardcore and metalcore and the entire genre. All the cores. And it's Brian. <laughs> all of the cores. And it's Brian who who played this song for me it's fucking dogs can grow beards all over <laughs> yeah. by the double wears prada with the synth breakdown yeah it's a guilty pleasure yeah it's those synth breakdowns oh we're still not done they catch it they yeah. just catch there, it there's still more i've got i have one more <laughs> i've got one i can't more. even lie yeah i've got one we more. might have the same one more that's fair i i think i stayed i think i stayed away from like a lot of the synth breakdowns like a lot of mine are like dude i could have given you 10 enter shikari songs yeah yeah i fucking love enter shikari's breakdowns i I, I make mine like as like different as possible or like keep to like that like you know like is it a dick kicker you know what i mean Uh, like does it make you want to commit yeah this is how we fucking gauge breakdowns Um, dude so my uh my number six um this is really funny um this kid, uh, I, I want to preface it with a quick story. This kid at this bus stop that I had in high school, um, like when I was starting to get into metal and stuff like that, like I got into like Iron Maiden, Judas Priest, Metallica, all that stuff, you know? And this kid's like, no, no, no. Here, take these out. And brought to, uh, brought to the bus stop the next day these four albums. Uh, one was Toxicity. One was Machine Heads, The Blackening. Uh, one was uh, James Maynard Keenan's like side project. I was going to say Tool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, and, the other one was- and the other one was this blank CD. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. boy, the Blank CD. Tape, dude. No, 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 no. It was one song because he was like, no, no. So you, you, you'll like Machine Head, but you need to listen to the song Head. that they had back in 1994. 
uh, called Davidin okay. uh, off of the album Burn My Eyes. And again, one of those things with those like call outs. Uh, here, just. Jesus. Yeah, dude. That's a threat. <laughs> I was going to say, that is definitely a threat. That is, yeah. that is a threat to and anyone who sees it, it that way, dude. It is a minute and a half into the song, too. Like, there's a oh, Jesus. Slow, slow little build-up, quick verse, and then just that. And you're like, oh, fuck. Yo, I'm going to hit a PR on the bench tomorrow. Holy yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Just, oh, yeah, this will help. Clip, yeah. Just clip all these breakdowns. You got it, oh, yeah. Wow. Make you a little playlist. So we're on number six now? Yeah. Yes, sir. So for number six, I got Liquid Don't Touch by Polyphia and Lewis Grant. Polyphia is a progressive metal band. It, they're a progressive metal band. Okay. They are creative, and they have a little more of like a hip-hop stylistic to them. Look, looks like we got a little genre snubbing going on here. This, I've never heard of this before. This song in specifically, specifically, it sounds like you just hijacked someone else's car and ran into it. <laughs> Or real life. Or real life. It's not like a wrestler intro. <laughs> Coming in. Yeah. Walking. It's got like a real laser tag feel to it. <laughs> it does. I feel like I'm called on You know what? It's giving me knife party vibes. It's giving me laser kingdom vibes. <laughs> I love that whole song. The whole song is we did birthday back. parties a couple, like a couple of a month ago. At this point, Laser Kingdom did very well, dominated. Absolutely, Laser Kingdom was the top tier birthday yeah. party. Was it the top tier? I no, think. I, I think it was number one. No, pool party was. Number pool party was number one. You're right. Sports Plus was number one. I think nah. Sports Plus would have been. Sports Plus was three. Or Sports four, Plus was two or th- yeah, yeah three. It was up there. Dave and Buster's was number one. It was always. It's always been number one. Now that we're twenty one, mm-hmm. yes. Dave and Buster's was lower. Dave and Buster's also wasn't really around when we were younger, when oh, we were going yeah. to birthday parties as kids. I, I do remember like three Sports Plus parties, and I did enjoy them. Yeah, you're on the tail end of Sports Plus. Plus. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're younger, so you didn't... 24. Yeah, I feel like all I went to was Sports Plus. Yeah, you're 24? Yeah, so you definitely are definitely on the tail end. Who's there to remember a few of them? Jack, I don't think Jack was around no, for Sports, Sports Plus. Plus for Jack. No. Jack was around for Man. LA Fitness and Whole Foods. It was like a really niche place. Like, there was, like, an indoor roller coaster that wasn't very There cool. was a lot of shit going on at Sports Plus. Like, right, right, we detailed it. It's so crazy how much shit Sports Plus had. We read off the whole list. I always remember going with the uh, South Shore PAL Chiefs. Shout out. Chiefs. Mm. Shout out the Chiefs. Youth Sports. Yeah. Did we go there with them? I'm sure. We did all kinds of nonsense. Literally, I think everything. We went from, like, camping to... We would go play. We would go play at like activities and stuff. We go like not with the league. Like, like they were friends, family. right? Right? Like right, on okay, our right. own. Yeah. That's cool, man. We'd go play yeah. like an eight a.m. Sunday morning youth football game, and then the dads would all take us to Brick House and just n- slam beers <laughs> and wings and watch the oh Giants. My God, I love when the dads would take us to Brick House. Oh, it was great. Good times. Blueberry <laughs> beer, right? Was that the place with the blueberry beer? That, yeah. 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 You're number six, right? Six. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. Four, six. Um, this should be higher, but they do make another appearance on the list, so I couldn't put them too high. But it is Mutiny by Parkway Drive. Um, okay. I saw two heads go up, so that looks like it's a good good choice. Um, but yeah, I mean, everything you fucking love dies tonight. If that's ever, <laughs> if that's ever the start of a breakdown, you know. 
That's a real Ooh. dick kicker right there. Yeah. Oh, it's... Can we, can we yeah. play back on that dick kicker? Yeah, we can... Uh, I think I actually have it lined up because I was checking the lyrics, but I'll play back that dick kicker. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we'll kick a dick or two. Like, I mean... What are we doing here? I mean, these Australian guys, they don't fucking play around with the... Uh, no, dude. With this fucking metalcore music. Parkway Drive was... They, they consider a, a day to remember pop music. I, yeah, I mean, definitely, for sure. But yeah, number six, Mutiny, like I said, definitely can be higher. But like I said, Parkway Drive pops back up, so... Yeah, we're not done with Parkway high. Drive yeah. at all. It's time for the commercial break. All right, guys, listen. Pat McAfee said it best. You got to look good to feel good. You got to feel good to play good. Well... We're going to help you guys look good with Saatchi Di Denaro, all right? It's the finest Italian material. It's fire. It's comfortable. And we got a saving for you, all right? You're going to use promo code HAVOC for 10% off your total purchase at SaatchiDiDenaro.com. Also, check them out over at Instagram at SaatchiDiDenaro. Saatchi Di Denaro, always authentic, never counterfeit. What's up, everybody, and welcome back. I'm here. With Kieran and Connor Franzone, Dino Skate Park. What's up? And we are giving you the top five metalcore breakdowns. My number five, I was just saying off air, in my opinion, Matt Gaynor is one of the best drummers of the... Grainer, sorry. Thank you. Matt Grainer. I thought it was Grainer, and I fucking shit the bed. What are we going to do? All right, I got you. It's fucking Composure by August Burns Red off of Messengers. Beautiful. Yeah. So Fantastic good. execution. So good. That guy, correct me if I'm wrong, two double pedals. Yeah. Yes, without yeah. a doubt. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Just Absolutely. blast beating the shit out of everything. Hell, hell, mm-hmm. hell, our, hell our drummer, we were fucking scobbing. Yeah, that shit. Two bass pedals. Everybody, everybody uses it now. It's like a bassist without a fifth string. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout out right here. There's, here's my plug. All bassists. Get are you a five string bassist? Yes, I that, am. We both are. And it's that you got to get that lower string. If you do a fifth string higher, fuck you. Just play guitar. Damn. Is this like a big thing in the... In the guitar basses community? Um, I've, uh, I've seen it when it gets more to like six string basses. They're like, oh, but let's get another higher one. We have the low B. No, give me that low fucking F sharp, dude. dude. Yeah, I mean, you don't like, need any more higher strings. Pants. The issue is all these guitarists, are doing, not only drop D down, they're doing drop C, drop C sharp, drop B, drop A, even N, seven strings, eight strings. So, like, it's unfair. That bassist needs to hit a solid amount of notes lower than E. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. We're being, it's getting all kinds of lazy out there. It seems like it. <laughs> yeah. Bassists used to be the cool guys. Now they got to have seven strings and fucking pedal boards, man. Have a fight with, have a fight with Satan just to play in the band. Speaking of, uh, speaking of really low strings, uh, my number five is uh, Breadcrumbs and White Stones. By yes, dude. Such a good call. Dreams. Yes. Fucking great song. Uh, they play down and like drop. A or song. whatever, yeah. but like that's that breakdown we were talking about it off air that I feel like it speeds up yes. into the breakdown. It's just like, all right, oh fuck, yeah, <laughs> that song's awesome. Damn, like speeding yeah. truck coming at you. Yes. Oh, the no, I'm thinking of the. Uh... Oh, I was just talking about the beginning, oh. but yes, this breakdown's amazing. And just... I'm a ghost inside your empty house. That's what it is. Another band that I'd love to see live, never got to see live. Yeah, I mean it does drop. Yeah, but it's it's still a gut buster through and through. Fucking into the burial, so good. I wish they were still dead. Yeah. So speaking of burying things, the Parallax Part Two. This song is called Telos. 
about seven minutes and 20 seconds worth of song because <laughs> why not easy death and um, it's just fucking awesome You do the Macarena to this. <laughs> you do the Macarena to any song. Yeah. My friend Connor came up with that theory. Yeah, and I've actually I've been executing it for it's years. It's fucked my life yeah. up ever since. Shit. You ever seen me do the one-handed Macarena? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I do it while I was driving. <laughs> I have one hand on the wheel and the other hand doing the one-handed Macarena, dude. Pro dance tips with Jimmy Pod. Fucking getting down with the get down, you know? Got to start the mower, pick up change, one hand Macarena. Staples. You could put it into the, the rotation. The one hand in a pit? I don't know yeah. if I would. I mean, pits are probably over and done with for your boy. Yeah. Would you hit, Would you punch a guy who was doing a, the Macarena in a, in a pit? No, <laughs> no. I'm not going near a pit, dude. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. What, nah, dude. Like, what? <laughs> we're, we're, we're either at or approaching 30. It's over, dude. Pits yeah, are no. over. Like I said, earplugs in at the bar. This is great. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> so um, you're number five. My number five, another one just like the, just kind of similar to Mutiny, should be higher on the list, but it's lower just because they make another appearance. But it's Truth of a Liar by August Burns Red. Nice. Um, we got same bands, wrong songs. Yeah, well, that's, that's just how it is. Yeah. That breakdown's great. Um, when they start screaming, uh, the truth hurts in the middle of the breakdown, it's crazy. I actually got very lucky because I was obsessed with the song kind of before August Burns Red kind of started touring i i guess i don't know. like this song was popular before they started coming to new york it's like an earlier song but they actually wound up playing it at warp tour in like 2011 just off like a off a whim and i remember being like this is crazy i did not expect this to happen at all and i was it was awesome warp tour is such a chaotic time dude yeah without a doubt yeah. You ever done a warp tour or a bamboozle or anything? Uh yeah, my first warp tour as I was walking in, we got there a little late, uh, because the people I was going with at the time were just kinda taking their time. So we like and like we're like, Oh, we gotta get there early because you know, the girlfriends wanna go see yellow card, so we're gonna right. go do that. <laughs> um we caught like the last half yellow card, so we caught Ocean Avenue. It's great. Okay. Everyone had a great time. And we're walking around and like just hearing some of these things and I just hear this like swelling of like digital guitars. <laughs> And it was actually the first time I heard after the burial opening up with cursing Akhenaten. And Jesus Christ. That year? So the year that you were there, yes. I must have been going to see All Time Low or Streetlight Manifesto. Now I'm so mad about it. What a terrible choice. Well, no, because I was on the way to see Streetlight, but you were like, I'm going to get there early because I have my friends there. And we want to be up front. Meanwhile, like we all got up front because it's Streetlight Manifesto. Everyone's just jumping around. Streetlight was the main band. You remember when. Waiting for you, yeah. What year was this? Uh, 2011, 2012, maybe? Warp Tour? Yeah. If 12, uh, we uh, we wouldn't have been there, but 11, we would have been at that Warp Tour. I I think it was 12 because it was after our uh, freshman year of college. Yeah, I don't think I would have went to Warp Tour that year. No. Uh, I believe it was my freshman year of high school. Yes, I also did go there to see Falling in Reverse because I felt like I still wanted to support Ronnie Radke and... That guy's just a fucking clown. <laughs> he's got a new band now, right? Yeah, man. Escape, uh, uh, Falling in Reverse. No, I think he's got a new new band. A new new band? I think they kicked him out of Falling in Reverse. No, Someone no, get on that with the no, phone. still Falling in Reverse. You sure? Yeah, no, I, I just had to teach one of the songs. Oh. Maybe they maybe they kicked him out and brought him back? They I changed thought, completely except the I thought Falling in Reverse had kicked him out at some point. No, Escape the Fate did after he was... I knew they broke After he was like an accessory to murder. Yeah. yeah. Um, And then he wrote some really 
cringy fucking lyrics and out of prison. And yeah, he's an odd dude. He's an odd dude. I feel like he's like the like um, male clone split of Megan Fox. <laughs> that's my theory on him. That's interesting. <laughs> we that can get into that. that I feel like that's a. I feel like it's a whole like. You remember story. when we cursed out Mike Posner? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Dude, Mike per- yeah, Mike Posner I mean, got fucked off off of stage. Because of Ender Shikari, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 That was that I, year. I have so many friends have told me that story. <laughs> yeah. He was not happy. We were like, you fucking suck. <laughs> you know what it was? We were watching a band that was at the stage next to him. So Ender Shikari. So they but ended. He went, he went over, though. Yeah, he went he over. He was going over right so he could play cool with him. Next and me. door. Yeah. He didn't get a note out, dude. Everyone was just going, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> he wasn't a fan. Imagine playing Warp Tour and not just playing your only hit song and beating. Like, right. I don't know why you would even play Warp Tour if you were Mike Posner. I mean, it's just bad though. Like especially like you don't put him on a stage that close, right next to where Anthony Shikari's about to come on. Oh, dude, like, I'm convinced that they hit like a randomizer with like bands and set times and stages yeah. every day. There's no uh, way. There's no. Sense. Yeah. Nah, the big did. bands are always on the main stages. No. Yeah, but they always play to like 11 a.m. Yeah. Or they yeah. play at like 3 p.m. Or like. Schedules were always wild. Yeah. So my number four, the oh you didn't you didn't go with five yet. Oh, you're up to four. Yeah, yeah. I'm right. up to four. You did your five, right? Yeah, yeah. My number four, the Aussies, 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 Aussies. Romance is dead by Parkway Drive. Oh. So cry me a fucking river, yeah. bitch. Dun 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 dun. That's a dick kicking breakdown. That's one that big wind up. That's a one kick to the dick KO. Dude, you spend the entire breakdown charging one up like Donkey Kong. One dick like fucking it, street fighter. Yeah. <laughs> no, like Donkey Kong, but instead of an arm, it's a leg, dude. You just wind that shit up. You kick someone right in the dick or the ankle, perhaps. I, I think we nah, have... you don't you don't kick the ankle. It's a dick. I kick and dick. I think also think we need to explain to Jack that if he ever finds himself in one of these situations, do not kick somebody in the dick. <laughs> you will be assaulted. <laughs> yeah. No promises, but we will see. There are, there, I feel like there are fewer cultures that are ready to fuck you up if you do the wrong thing than like metal fans. Like yeah, more than like, like if you hit, if you purposely knock out, like hit a girl, you're going right to the fucking medical yeah, tent, dude. Like if you're a racist, you're going right to the medical tent. People will just complete strangers will be like, we have an alliance to now harm this guy. <laughs> Your dad looks so happy holding that thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Shout out, Bill. So yeah, romance is dead. Parkway Drive. <laughs> Cry me a fucking river, bitch. Uh, my number four. Uh, Memphis will be laid to waste by Norma Jean off of uh, "Bless the Martyr and Kiss the Child," their first album in two thousand two. This is like nice little quiet, like just quiet little instrumental part, and then you just get this like really just like like heavy sludgy breakdown, and you just got like you feel like it's ninety degrees on a hot summer day, and all you're just doing is sweating and just trying to walk. Like this week. I was going to say like today. Yeah, yeah actually. <laughs> like today. I was listening to it today. Like, and it was just like. Ugh. Just trying to get through the day. <sighs> All right. So for my number four, got one more periphery song from Periphery 2, Make Total Destroy. And we were talking about call outs before. This call out is As We Reduce Them All to Bones. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my god, it's tough. The, the chicken bot. 
Feels like your calves are gonna hurt at the end of the song. So for number four, the last synth-ish synth breakdown uh, on the list is gonna be Abstract Art by Born of Osiris. Oh my nice. god, I forgot about yeah, that. I mean, it's just I'll play it a little bit, but yeah, it it it's abstract another abstract art is such an odd. Um, it's an abstract song, dude. This is the reissue, so it's not the original. I'll just give you guys the heads up on that. But it sounds better on the original. But and then specifically right here is where I remember being like, oh. Like. Yeah. Just tough shit. <laughs> also, another good song so, that I could have put on here was Brace Legs by uh, Born of Us. You, you and Rich Soul song. showed me that song during chemistry class. <laughs> yeah. Chemistry class that you tried to help me with, but eh, it just wasn't happening. Do? Just, you know, you didn't need it to graduate. I, I did do? not. Number three. Number we're three. In the mix now. Yeah, now. We're in the mix, everybody. Now we're down. I know it was. Yeah, it could have. Now been. we're down to the to the nitty gritty, to the real fucking rib nitty smashers, gritty. dude. <laughs> My number three <laughs> is whitewashed by August oh, Burns Red off of Constellations. But the again, just the aggressive lyrics. You are the straw that's crushing my back. You are the salt that's burning my wound. And then I'm pretty sure you get a go in there, right? Yeah. Go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm a little kid in the movies. Yeah, my man's letting you know it. Now it's time. Now it's yeah. time. You got anything special you've been saving? Another the show great, is almost over. That's a great Mac Reiner part right there too, right at the beginning of that song. Yeah. Oh my god. I haven't seen them. Is this something that they play like? I feel like this should be like the song you play like toward the end of your set. Like, hey man, like. Uh. Well, definitely when that album came out, it would have been. But I, they've got many it's albums. It's the third since song that, right? on the album, but. Yeah, they always they always opened with it. Believe it or not. Really. Yeah. Oh, so they're like, hey, now because it's very dun, 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 dun. like that's how it would kind of. So they're like, now's the time, but also like the yeah. rest of the fucking. Set. Yeah, the rest of the set is also the lots time. lots of blast beats and just fat, fat fucking low bass. Oh, I fucking Good yeah, ripping through the and fucking... very bright lights, constantly going up. They love their fucking. I don't know. I'm not a big light guy, but when lights swing up, up off the stage up to the ceiling, go back yeah. down. That's like. I feel like they use that effect more than anything. He feels else. like the kind of guy that would if he could do. I think Tommy Lee did it, like the paint on the fucking drums. He's the, like he's the kind of guy that I feel like would love doing that, like the highlighter shit that bounce on the drums that bounce every time you hit it yeah. in the air. I see a guy on Instagram who does that. That sounds like a like a. I got nothing going on. We got to get views, baby. <laughs> yeah, views, yeah. baby, views. Views, baby, views. Absolutely. So, um, my number three is. Uh, I am Hollywood off of I am Hollywood by He is Legend. Um, it's a it's like an older old school hardcore. Like, Sounds like Christian death metal. He is Legend. No, 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 <laughs> definitely not. Um, you sure? It's like, yeah, because Devil Wears Prada is technically Christian. It's just the end of the. It's just like this end of the album. He's just screaming I am Hollywood over and over. Jeez. And they're just like. Speaking into existence, baby. Old, yeah. Yeah. old school Hollywood. Watch the Hollywood. Yeah. Oh. Gangster. That has nothing to do with my number three. But um, 
My number three is my last Between the Buried and Me song, and it's a new Between the Buried and Me song from Colors 2, just came out last year. I think it's one of the best albums that I've heard within the last decade, meaning the 2020s into 2022. So yeah, two years, but still, I've listened to a lot of albums in two years, and I'm just in love with this album. But this is the fourth track off this album, and here's the breakdown. It's a catch. (laughs) Upon further review, the receiver maintained possession with two feet inbounds. So, never seen future shock between the Perry and me. Um, my number three could easily be a number one, and it might be some other people's number ones. Um. But it's gonna be Boneyards by uh, by Parkway Drive. It easily could be number one. But I don't I don't feel like I have to go too much into it. It's I feel like it's probably one of the ah, this is probably such a bad way to describe it. It's a notable people know Boneyards. I feel like just because there's blood in the water, people just I feel like know it. And also that's one of the most intense callouts to uh, within the breakdown. I feel like in the whole entire song. Plus seeing it live was absolutely nuts. Yeah. I think that was when they actually, I think it was another scenario where they're like, we're not playing this until everyone splits this up and we I think we they did the a right circle. Way. I was going to say, maybe it was I a think, circle. Which is so much worse than a wall of death. Probably. You ever been in like a mean circle pit? Uh, Dude, I don't participate. I don't no, run in that yeah, shit. Circle pits yeah. are a little, little past my speed, but yeah. I did pull him out of like a fucking stampede once. Yeah, That's what imagine. circle pits are. Dude. No, yeah. no, no, like, no, this was going around Warped Tour. Oh, Jesus, yeah. really? What band was it? Miss May I. Oh, yeah. Miss May I. Yeah, yeah. Miss May I. <laughs> You're not feeling it? I think I was. I, just... I was just like, I mean, like, he was like, what? Like, maybe like 14. Oh, okay, okay. She yeah. was in the Stampede also. Yeah, he was he, they, like, no, but like, you know, like, before we left, like, me being the older brother, my mom was like, make sure nothing bad happens to him. Like, don't worry, Molly's not going to go any pits, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, I see this just, like, Stampede people, and, like, I just see, like, a sweaty Connor. And I'm like, <laughs> I think he needs help. Spe- <laughs> and then I lost them again speaking, for another 40 minutes. Speaking of doing violent shit during, for bands that aren't worth it, I'm pretty sure I took part in a very, very scary circle pit for, um, of mice and men. <laughs> really? Yeah. Dude, you'll break an ankle and just get trampled. <laughs> no, I, I never felt Those more. Fans were crazy. I never felt yes, more. No, I yes, just, yes, yeah. yes, yes. They were crazy. Now that you mentioned, I never felt more afraid of my life uh, about being in like a pit or like a crowd of people than I was at a dance gap and a dance concert. Really? 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 Just because it was just, everybody was there. It was only it's a lot of people. Seats, and yeah. they, they just keep pushing up on you because everyone just like wants to. Yeah. Wants no, to touch the boys. I want John Mess to sweat on me. <laughs> Frank, yeah, but that's because Frank made us stand in the front. But, well, yeah, but like you know, I liked it. I mean, yeah, it just feels like everyone's making you lose your butt virginity from doing it. That's what it's like standing it in the front. Yeah, but like so know. many new terms today. Are we up to me? Uh, is it my number oh, two? Yeah, your number two. Wait, I didn't do. You did your oh, wait, three yes, was bonus, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, the synth stops here. My number two, Mother Step slash Mother Ship, Enter Shikari. The live version they would do with the extra dubstep. Awesome. Walk the Plank, Walk the Plank, Walk the Plank is fucking incredible. And then you throw that Rouse extra fucking dubstep breakdown that he throws into that version of the song. Huge fan. That's something that your boy would play like right before a high school football game. 
that 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 is the, yeah a hundred and ten percent that's absolutely the high speed high beast track um my number two uh back to these like big like mosh call out things um section eight by white chapel off their self-titled album um just like that there's that breakdown right before and just like phil just scream like you hear like that riff coming in and then phil just screams you're all worthless and just bam and you just fucking going. somebody in the crowd picks up a bar stool and breaks it over someone yeah. else's head and then at the very end of it like the very end of the breakdown you hear phil still screaming you're all worthless the whole band cuts out you just hear it, it sounds like they put like five microphones and distortion pedals inside a toilet bowl and flushed it <laughs> and just like he's just like that low just just in your ears just holy shit yeah i'm sure seeing it well i mean we, we kind of saw we did we heard it coming through the walls so, <laughs> yeah you know no they're they're fucking loud man <laughs> Best Buy Theater. What Hulu no, it, Theater now? It, it, I don't even know Hulu, if it exists. PlayStation Hulu. 5 Theater? It could be PlayStation 5 Theater. It could point. be. The, it was PlayStation Theater. Yeah. Could be the uh, the TikTok fucking the NFT Theater. The could the Board 8 Yacht Club Theater. Best Buy? It was Best Buy Theater when we were at that show, but we were saying, what is it now? Oh, oh I don't know. Um, it went from PlayStation Theater to... Hulu Theater. Yeah. It was Hulu Theater? I think it's Hulu Theater. Yeah. Who, who's that money to do that who I mean how how theater? expensive could the naming rights for fucking a venue that holds what 150 people be I figured Netflix would have done it first way yeah way more than 150 oh no you know what I'm, I'm confusing it with fucking I was gonna say you're at Madison Square Irving Plaza yeah. hmm. alright we're at number two yes sir alright so I'm gonna go with um, a band called Kanashi from Philadelphia um, and this song is called Counselor's Office a present example of past procrastinations I really just refer to as counselor's office but basically what you're gonna hear is uh, this vocalist and he has a different take on harsh vocals and then um, with this breakdown they just kind of throw in are we getting pig squeals which no. makes it very like, All right. suspenseful and I, I just love them This is, this is the vinegar That's interesting. It's like uh, yeah, like instead of trying to sound scary with your harsh vocals, you just he just sounds kind of like broken and like beaten down. A little silly. Yeah, like I'm watching like, a very dramatic anime. I was gonna say it's very it's yeah. Yeah. Very dramatic. Well, and it, honestly, it took me uh, it took me like a few listens to get past the voice. I just kind of tried ignoring the voice and listening to the instruments because that's what I loved about it. And then like the voice, like really, it, it really spoke to me because I'm like, because this entire album wasn't about like I'm so angry I'm gonna break these people's bones it's it's more or less like i am having a mental breakdown i mm. need fucking help and i feel like that's a it's an interesting take on harsh vocals but kind of kind of gave me did i hear dick in a box at some point in that song <laughs> i don't I think, think you could have okay <laughs> it's very possible uh one of the one of the bands uh, uh what we were talking about earlier uh dance cabin dance like the john mess his yeah. stuff like never he, makes sense you yeah. think he might be reciting a recipe for salsa <laughs> yeah maybe <laughs> 
It's like two scoops of brown sugar, uh, some salt and vinegar. Riding a rhino, potatoes. pico de gallo. Yeah. <laughs> and they branded on it, too. basil shit. Yeah. Like, they, they've even made, like, pico de gallo that they, like, sold on door. People bought it. Really? Yeah, at least, uh, you know, rumor. I don't rumor. know if it's licensed. Right, dance right, Gavin, right. dance pico de gallo. <laughs> they just bought some pico de gallo. Like, we'll just flip this real quick. Yeah. That or somebody in the parking lot was like, yeah, I got some, uh, some dance Gavin, dance pico de gallo. <laughs> Give some sour cream with that too. It's Dance Gavin Dan sour cream though. Yeah. Yeah. Got it fresh between. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> 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 Tough stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should I throw us to number two? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So for number two, uh, we were kind of talking about this off off air because it is kind of genty. But someone else had their on their, had them on their list, so I don't feel so bad. But it's going to be the fractal effect by After the Burial. Yes. Yes, dude. You, would, you want to talk about funky fucking that, breakdowns. Is that rare form? No, uh, that's, I think, before that. No, uh, I think it is rare form. No, wait, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, it is rare form. Yeah. yeah. But the... It's just so... I don't know. It's funky. And then it drops even lower. Oh, fuck this, right? They do a lot of the same things. Berserker. is great, too, though. Yeah, another great song. My friend Evan was actually the one that um that put me onto this specifically for the breakdown. He's the one that got me into after the burial. Because we would always share, um he lives in Connecticut, so we would always just share music back and forth. Sorry, what was his name again? Evan. Evan, okay. My friend who showed me after the burial was still my best friend to this day. Yeah. Uh, his name is Devin. Oh, that's so, so weird. That would have been fucking hilarious. Yeah, no, no. He um Does he was like, I gotta show you I gotta show you this funky ass breakdown. And I was like, all right, we'll check it out. So initially he he had to send it to me as a joke because he thought it was funny. And then after time, we're like, this is actually pretty sick. And then I wound up just getting obsessed with After the Burial. Now, did you find them after uh-huh. they re-recorded Rare Form or when there was still with the old vocalist? Um, It wasn't with the old vocalist because okay. I remember going to the gym one day when I first got Spotify Premium and finding the original. And I'm being like, this is so much yeah. different. Like, But it's great. Like, I was so happy they re-recorded it. Like, yeah. From T to B. Like the new vocalist having all the guitars be a little more digital yeah uh i think they the first one they they knew that they felt like they had a lot of things like they knew it was gonna work yeah but they tried to rush it it felt like yeah it definitely sounds very demo yeah. like it's not polished at all yeah i felt like but yeah i don't know it it's funny because some albums like that you're like i like it better when it sounds like that but yeah. you're right in this case when everything's so technical and choppy you want it to yeah to sound clean for me they, they actually almost made my list for um for pi uh, mercury god yes Company. yeah just because the all the math that they put into it like the drummer is doing like uh he's doing like couplets of like three uh on like the crash where he's tapping out four on the hi-hat and his snares i've never even looked one. this deep into it that's crazy and then the breakdown itself like the da 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 like three yeah. one four they, they do digits of pi i think up to like 75 really one two three one one two three four that's one of my favorite breakdowns also so I, I wanted to include that, but there was no like um that opened that album, no? No, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. But I was not, gonna say but there's think... no like consistency. Like breakdowns always have like a consistent rhythm. Yeah. And then there's nothing there with that or just chaos. I think that's why I like them so much. I mean I, I, I don't really know how to read music in that sense, but it's it just sounds so like Choppy, technical, kind of groovy in a way, but still heavy. Yeah. It's a whole, at the same it's time. a whole subgenre of people. Oh, gent? Yeah, for sure. Are you going to hit us with it? Well, my number one? Yeah, it's fucking Boneyard. Yeah, I knew it was. Drive. <laughs> I knew what it was. There's blood in the water. 
definitely sick. A couple of inside jokes with that song for us over the years, which we're not going to get into on the air <laughs> necessarily. But I, the one thing I will add to it, you pretty much had everything already when you talked about it, but the hardest and cleanest I've ever been hit in a mosh pit <laughs> happened at Parkway Drive, and it was either Boneyards or Deadweight. And I was spinning one way, like backwards, and another kid was throwing like a windmill hammer, and it just he was going the the same the opposite way that I was going, and it just lined up perfect and caught me clean right on like didn't knock me out, but knocked me down and around, and I walked right out of the pit, and then just had a check for blood, wasn't bleeding, but like you know how it is in a pit, yeah. you get glancing blows, this yeah. and that. It's rare that you get lined up like fucking Israel Adesanya throwing a left hook at you. <laughs> yeah. I got kicked to the cheekbone. Oof. Oh, yeah. Like, Rough. So yeah, it's like, like, get it was right. It was the first pit I was in after COVID. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like, it, was because, it was only because, I, you know, stuff. I want to feel something. Yeah. <laughs> kick me in the face so that way I could feel something. Not a dick kick, but a face kick. Yeah. I think cheekbone is a good spot. You know, they're not going to hit you hard enough to shatter and then also at the same time. Yeah, not with a kick. If yeah. if they hit you in you the cheekbone, <laughs> yeah, you, you might hit hard out. enough. Crazy. All right, Karen, what's your number one? All right, so my number one, uh, and it's because every time I've seen them play it live, they slow it down, and I am a sucker for slowing mm. down breakdowns, especially when you do it on a five hundred cat boat, and there's about seven hundred people in the room. Let's go. Uh, floater by every time I die, the drag the lake, you'll find it full of love. As they just keep slowing it, as they finish it, every time they finish it, they bring it back slower, and the pit just gets more and more chaotic. Like Jeez. you know that uh scene out of like the from like Game of Thrones that like Battle of the Bastards. No, no, no. I don't. Uh, it's all right. So it's really just you. You're not moving yourself because everybody else oh, is just moving. Yeah. While fists are still flying, like he was up in the front, and people were just kicking him in the back of the head. Oh my they god! Were just, like crowd surfing. Yeah. There's there like the venue was almost. It felt like the size of this room, but with like fifty people. In. Yeah. Like, By the way, you're on a boat. Yeah, you're on a boat. Like, there's no escaping. Like, we're, you, we're fucking in this. Yeah, yeah. You could go up to the top deck and look at the Statue of Liberty, but like the party's here, and you're just you're dying. You're done. Jeez. Yeah. I just thought of this now. While you said crowd surfing, how many lives do you think you've saved? Uh, catching crowd surfers. Um, they wouldn't have died. I don't think nah, dude. Cause like I don't know. At Warp Tour, it wasn't crowd surfing so much as it we was crowd tossed. jump. Not even Warp Tour. Just I feel like all the shows we went to at that point, like 10, 12 years ago. Yeah, it was crowd fucking jumping, dude. People were just catching you and launching, and launching you. you. Yeah, and girls like I would turn my head and some girls just flying. I caught a girl like six inches her head back of her head off the pavement. Like if I didn't catch her, she was smacking her head on the pavement, dude. Oh. And I caught multiple girls very close to the ground that were just getting fucking thrown and no one knew they were coming. I have a funny story about this. So I met this kid, Chris, um, when I went to Suffolk for my first year. Um, he sat next to me in one of my communication classes. I had it in the first semester. So January came. I never saw Chris ever again. The warp Tour we went to, no joke, this fucking kid comes flying in the air. I fucking catch him because he's going to fucking crack his skull. Same way you were just talking about. I like, I grab him and I go like this and he goes, Brian and I'm like, what the fuck is going on right now? He's like, you're fucking here. He started freaking out. We said, what's up? And then I haven't seen. You him saved since. my life. All right, have a good warp. Story. Chris, I hope Chris is doing good. <laughs> yeah, dude. He is. Like, yeah. See, Shout I, out, Chris. Yeah. But yeah, mo multiple girls' lives. I feel like I've saved. See, like, I feel like when it comes down to that, it's like you're either the savior or the like DID, the damsel in distress. 
And I definitely fit that in the stress role when I crowd set because <laughs> I'm like, as you see, like soaking wet 175 pounds. Like when I was younger, it was much worse. It was much easier. Like, uh, like streetlight. I remember just getting like tossed over the pit. Like Jeez. not even like, okay, like somebody in the pit's going to stop me. No, they just launched yeah. me. Like it, and even still now, like the last show that I went to that was like really like I was crowd surfing was the Every Time I Die Christmas show, which was the last one that they had there before they broke up. And like still just like, you know, like every time I went up there, like these pockets where I was just like out of nowhere, there'd just be nobody. Jeez. Yeah, then, yeah like, that's scary And then shit. like there's like some like six foot eight dude wearing like combat boots who like knows his role. He's not happy about it. He just wants to enjoy the show. <laughs> He's like grabbing He's me. like, I'll fucking get you, shirt, dude. Yeah. Like, pulls me up and puts me back on top of the crowd. And like security's <laughs> like, okay, are you done? And I'm like, no, I'm going back, man. That was fun. <laughs> Crowd surfing, I was always afraid to do. I was never I'm not even gonna for... lie. Ugh. I'm not even gonna lie. It's so much. It was so much fun. I'll boost you up. I don't give a shit. But I'm yeah, not, I'm not I don't have the build out. for a crowd I'm surfer. Physically incapable of crowd. Surfing. Yeah, Jack. Jack <laughs> nah, they drop Jack, you, dude. Jack, you're that guy who saved my life probably three or four times. You know, I hope you had a mullet. <laughs> uh, he definitely did. I hope he had a mullet. Now with combat boots on, he didn't. <laughs> you never know these days. He definitely shaved head. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. Everyone has a mullet now, but Stranger Things. Things. Jack's had his mullet for a minute. Jack's been rocking the mullet. Listen, I know multiple people who tell me they're trying to go mullets, and every time I, they do, I say, "My uh, Jack's had a mullet for a year." I tell everyone, "Jack's had a mullet for a you year." Started growing it out during COVID. Yeah, dude. this has been a three-year-long project. You know who else has a mullet? Who? Riffraff. Mm. Fuck it, dude. Hell yeah. Me and Riffraff should link up one day. <laughs> Jody High Roller, absolutely. Jody High Roller. Jody I found. I found out. I found out before the show. Connor's a big Riffraff fan. Seen him five times live. Oh really? Yeah. Nothing. Shows aren't too expensive. I, time. <laughs> I know most of his discography for some reason, but anyway. So speaking of riffraff, <laughs> no, don't do this. Come come on. On. It's not riffraff. All right, um, all right. Um, this is by it's a band called the God Awful Truth. Uh, now I'm gonna play this breakdown for you guys, and I want you after after I play the breakdown, I want you to tell me what year you might think it's from. Okay. That's how the song ends. Hmm. So I feel like it's a trick question. That's right? how I feel too. But it sounds like it's straight out of 09. Oh, I was going to go earlier. Yeah. Just because of what he said. I was going to go like 2004. That's off of. Okay. Memory Palace. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Kieran can't guess. Those are your final. I'm going to go with 04. Yeah. Just because he, yeah. 2020. Yeah. 2020? Well, I, I was so wrong. I, I figured it was going to be new. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> math core baby. I, I math core's on the up and up. I, I spent a lot of time like scouting these breakdowns. Yeah, once I told Connor the idea, he was just like, "Here we go." Um, I right. wanted to do top ten quarterbacks in the AFC. I'm like, you just want to smash Josh Allen, you fucking losers, dude. Uh, yeah, you just wanted to say oh, Josh. That, Allen. You guys are Buffalo guys for real. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
huge Bills fans. Here. He went to Fredonia, and you don't get Jets or Giants oh. games up there. No, so. no. Well, you get two Jets games a year. And those, That's all right. I don't have to watch the Bills. Granted, like, while I was there, those two games, you know, the two Jets games you get a year were the two games that the Bills won a year. So it was kind of nice. Right. Okay. Bills are going to get a dub. And then there was yeah. that one Miami game that they would win, like, once every two years. Although that was it. Bills games are probably fucking awesome, though. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, they yeah, look fucking sure. awesome online. I hate to say it, but the tailgating is the best part. Yeah, that's how it seems. Yeah, yeah. it's football games. Yeah, once you get to a football game, it's a football game. Yeah. yeah. Bills yeah. Mafia before Bills Mafia was better. Bills Mafia. Exactly. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like Bills Mafia was always a thing. It's just like now with social media. Now I was going to say, yeah. yeah. It exists, it 100%. It exists yeah. more, you know what I mean? Um, I think that, like, because, like, I don't know, my, my friend Devin, he grew up around the block from... Yeah. Uh, from the Ralph at the time. Orchard Park. Yeah. Um, and he was just like, yeah, no, this tailgating stuff's always been happening like this. Like, people will line up, like, they'll park yeah. in front of my house at, like, four in the morning just to go to the Bills game. Jesus. What do you think the earliest table break we saw was? Oh, I don't know, man. 430. <laughs> 430. <laughs> yeah. Sun's not even out yet. Yeah. If the car's parked and off at 4 a.m., dude, the first table gets broken at, like, sunrise. <laughs> Yeah. It's a rite of passage. Yeah, probably. sunrise, break this table. But it's by like a frustrated father who can't open it. It's like, God damn it. <laughs> the guy finally Still gets, broken. Finally gets <laughs> the table set up and then dude just does a senton bomb through it. <laughs> this kid, this kid home from college. Yeah. My man my man's drank seven double IPAs. <laughs> and he's it's ready. only four thirty in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, and he's ready to go. No, it's sunrise. Oh now it's, it's sunrise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, come on, those IPAs take some time to drink. Yeah. Like, come on, absolutely. What's your uh? Well, IPAs take time to drink, but we we've been drinking this uh, Imperial Ale. Oh, the sunshine, Blue the Imperial, Imperial sunshine. sunshine. Oh my god, that's so good. Oh my god. yeah, that's your boy, lethal. your boys crushed six of those in like oh. an hour and forty minutes before, and then went to local indie wrestling. Yeah, it catches up to me. Me, Jack, good. and one of our yeah, friends indie went. Wrestling where? Deer Park. Your park, my NYWC. Matt Flood shoots photos for that. Matt Flood shoots photos for that. Shout out NYWC. We talk about them Got all the time. Got a wrestling podcast, yeah. too. I'm yeah. trying to go to Coming one. back soon. Yo, uh, Thomas Randall. Yo, you should Yo, definitely go. go. They're actually go a lot of fucking given, fun. Any given month, I will go. Yeah. They're a they, lot they of fun. They do a show fun. every month. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is that the one that uh, Thomas Rant does, too? Yes, Tommy Rant. You know Tommy Rant? I know him because he wrestles in a tag team with that guy Sage something. Yeah, we little shit. We rip gigs with him. He's younger than me. Yeah, he's young. I could tell he's young. He's a little small, but he's pretty good. Nice. Yeah, he was at like the last four shows I was at. He was doing. That's fucking sick. Chris Martin, his manager. I don't know. It was the young kids that were the tag team. The kid, the the little skinny kid who wore the black Under Armour with like the yellow, and then he had the bigger kid as his tag partner. The bigger kid is Tommy, the long hair. Okay. They bo- I thought they both have long hair, no? Yeah, that's Tommy Rant. The bigger kid's Tommy yeah. Rant, and then Sage, whatever, is the little kid. Yes. Tommy Rant's in a band called Sprawl, which has some insane breakdowns. But they'll be broken up by the time this podcast comes out. Uh, is that a spoiler? <laughs> no. They, uh-huh. they already announced that their last show, I think, was like this coming Saturday. Oh, jeez. Oh, all right. Yeah. So, rip in peace, Sprawl. Dude. Rip in peace. Yeah. So, but Brian, did we... Shout out Targeted. We need your number one, right? Number one, yeah. All right, so number one... Um, it might be might be a homer pick, but I'll take it. It's gonna be Backburner by August for Red. That was the other yeah. one. That I know. I, just... I know everyone. I know. I know. But I mean, but I mean, mm-hmm. just like I mean, the whole song is here. He's got it going. He's and notice, note how it goes perfectly with the song. 
He's got it. Yeah, I mean, just a great song. Like I said, August Burns Red is my favorite band, so it is kind of a homer pick for me. But no, that's fine. That was the third August Burns Red song that just didn't make it yeah. onto the list. I mean, for me. I easily could have inter- entertained. It was originally my favorite Whitewash. until I heard Whitewash. <laughs> well, Whitewash is a great song. You Thirty know. and Seven also could be in there realistically. Um, I mean, like I said about Enter Shikari, I feel the same way about most of Parkway Drive's discography. Like, yeah, the shit just slaps. I don't know what we're gonna do. Yeah, we're yeah. I don't know. We're gonna have to figure something out in the break, but we're gonna take that break. (laughs) (laughs) It's a new year, and with new year comes new resolutions. And what's gonna help you complete the resolutions that you set forward for yourself this year? Inspiration. And we have just the company for you that's focused around inspiration. Head on over to staythirstyco.com and put in the code Havoc to get fifteen percent off on your next order. And make sure you take a look over at the Winter 2022 collection. That's staythirstyco.com. Drop the O-Y and focus on you. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. The best way to support the show is to support the sponsors. You support the sponsors. You're supporting the boys. Help us quit our day jobs. And get the fuck out of um, here in this basement. (laughs) We have come to a problem which... We knew we were going to get to at some point along the way in this podcast, but this is the first time. There is not a lot of crossfire, therefore not a lot of points to be totaled. So we decided that what we were going to do is take one song from everybody's list, and then we were going to pick a fifth one at random. By default, I have to go with Boneyards, I think. Right? I think by default, I have to go with Boneyards. You're saying that's your one? Yeah. All right, then I'll go with Backburner, cause, just because. I'm going to go with You Got Bread on You. That, that made me want to fucking destroy this whole room. <laughs> I haven't been in this house in 10 years. Could you imagine, like, we have to explain that, like, oh, yeah, Connor hasn't been here in 10 years, and he just totally just destroyed it. About a good eight months before it's gone. I was going to say, right before yeah. it goes on sale. Oh, oh eight months before. <laughs> just about, yeah. Oh, um, I'm actually going to have to probably go with my... Uh, my Whitechapel breakdown, the Section Eight breakdown. Okay. I love Every Time I Die. They're easily my favorite band, but like I think I know that breakdown for me is more like the nostalgia and the live feeling. Yeah. But like, holy shit, it fucking like Section Eight just kills. So now we need a fifth. Yeah. Do we want to do it? I'm okay with it. I can't lie. We want to do Lamb of God. Yeah. Do we want to do one? Say, no yeah. Didn't make anyone's list. You gotta love a fucking sleeper pick, dude. But doesn't even make the bracket. Right. Wins the whole thing. Well, that's what Are I was you gonna kidding? say. Like, but but Kieran's right. It was one song that no one had on their radar. But as soon as it was said, everyone was like, "Oh." I'd given it like a half okay. a second of thought. Yeah, I'd like, given it like a half a second of thought. Everyone's like, "Oh, somebody else is gonna have it." On the sleeper. Yeah. <laughs> I really didn't. I didn't even. It wasn't even on my radar be honest no it really wasn't on mine either like i thought about it and I, it was in and out like one ear out the other that and i felt the same way about i can't think it was a slipknot song i felt the same similarly about a slipknot song came in and out yeah. real See, quick i didn't want to do any slipknot for crossfire any reason mm. so. i just i we listened to psychosocial and wait and bleed and that was really it yeah that's it yeah, for me too I don't yeah, remember really what it was called. slipknot not a guy i mean slipknot was really around not, I mean, they were always around, but they were popular. Before 2000s, kind of. They were popular earlier on when yeah. we were younger. I, we, I wouldn't have been listening. If you listen to Slipknot in middle school when we were growing up, that's the weird kid. Like, yeah. You don't really want to be his friend, but you're nice to him because he might be the guy who comes to school with a tech, you know? <laughs> My God. Those are the kind of kids listening to Slipknot. 
I was when say, I was growing up, where I'm from. The kind of kids that listen to Slipknot when I went to high school. I was gonna say the, the kind of kids listening to Slipknot in middle school became the ICP kids. More high kids listen. Oh yes, more high school. They were also the kids. That's such a good fucking call. They were also the kids smoking cigarettes at the curb yeah. at East before school. My buddy Jake. Then they did like when you guys like me when I went to high school. More kids listen to Slipknot now. I believe that. Oh yeah, it's their dad's favorite band. Yeah, probably. So many oh, isn't it great that we're slowly entering an era in time where like dad rock and pop punk, well, pop punk is the new dad rock, oh, rather. I'm so happy. <laughs> Do you think like when we're all it's a good like, 80, we're going to be like at an Arbor's and they're just going to be fucking playing like basket case? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're going to be like, listen to this old fucking. Now this wait. one's for you old timers. This song's from the 1900s. Yeah. This is a song from the 20th century. <laughs> <laughs> That radio's gonna use that for real. Yeah, definitely. Uh huh. You're gonna hear like you're gonna hear a uh, black hole song. Like, I heard oh, a kid. I heard a kid say that to me recently. Like, oh, that, you were born in the 1900s. <laughs> don't do that. Don't technically, fuck yeah. yeah. Don't. Born in 1998. Imagine they say that. Yeah. Don't do I, that. I would kick them in a pool. You're gonna die. So. Uh, so actually, that's the list. Obviously. Yeah. This was a fun one. This was one I've been dying to do. But we couldn't do it with this rookie now. Alessino would be tits on a ball. Dude. He'd have no idea. No yeah. clue. Lost. Well, that's why I came to learn, dude. I... Well, now you got to study. Yeah. Well, you know, I got dick kickers. I got gut busters. I got... You, there's face bro. melters, too, but that's not really this genre of music. No. And who's the one? Dragon Force. And who's the yeah. one guy at the <laughs> venue you don't fight? Uh, the guy with the uh, the windbreaker and the flat brim. Absolutely. Yeah, you got it. Or the uh, or the black straight edge fellow. Yeah. yeah the if they have the X's on their hands, shorts? don't fight them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. The guy who shows up to the show looking like he just left Gold's gym. <laughs> don't fight him. <laughs> yeah. Don't even get near his airspace, dude. Absolutely <laughs> annihilate you. <laughs> this was a lot of fun. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for coming down late on a uh, Wednesday night, yeah. shooting the shit about some metal. Absolutely, anytime. Let's go. Go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills. Go Jets. Go, Bills. go, go Giants. Giants fans, so it don't matter. Go yeah. bombs, banging moms, baby. That's right. Zach Wilson. Wilson. Milfs love Zach, dude. Milfs love Zach. Bro, I can't believe that the Jets are changing their name to the Milf Hunters. They should. Mm. They should seriously. It would be good for you team morale. That guy could have wrapped around his finger. It's oh, the ridiculous. prospect. Mr. Clean. No, Robert's not the no, coach. The coach, the coach oh, the of the Jets. Jets coach. Oh. <laughs> they should change their name to the Muff Divers. <laughs> oh, my God. The New York Muff Divers. We're going deep. Well, when they We're tank going... in the rankings, it'll make sense. <laughs> yeah. What if going deep the down the power rankings. Morally than we've ever seen them. Like, more elite than, like, Sanchez. Like, what if? Like, what if this just, like... More elite than... Sa- when were they elite with Sanchez? The one time they... the conference finals twice. Yeah, the running game and the defense was elite. Sanchez was always tits on a bull, dude. Mm-hmm. Useless. Pants on head. We were just talking about this because the last top ten we did was NFL wide receiver cores from oh. 2010 to 2019, right? Oh, I wouldn't have yeah. any help. And I was talking so about that we had to do so much research. Yeah, it was but, a lot. I was talking about the 2009 or 10 Jets, one of those teams that went to the conference title. Mark Sanchez threw 2,444 yards. That, that regular, yeah, yeah. He didn't do nothing, like dude. A hockey or a baseball or even a football one, that, and we won't be annoying about the Bills. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. We absolutely could do that. Yeah, I didn't want to do two footballs in a row, too, but I also wanted to get – You know, you I was have to release guys, it right away, though. Yeah. You guys yeah. talked about, like, the uh, – I think it was, like, the – 14, 15, or 15, 16 Broncos, right? 13. 13? Yeah. Those were it number was, one. It was 13? Yeah. 
Well, it was like all those years, but 13 yeah. was like... 13 like, was the year that fucking four of them had Manning 10 threw plus 54 touchdowns. touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you got Devin Singletary. Yeah. Yeah, but no, they. No, I mean, the Bills have to deal. They stopped the, wanting to run the ball. The oh, oh, I see. Yeah. They, they stopped got, wanting to run the ball. Well, they, they stopped getting linemen that wanted to dig their fucking feet in. They just got a bunch of pass protectors because they want Josh to throw the ball fifty times a game. Yeah. They're not built to run the ball anymore. Josh is the run game, dude. Yeah, yeah he might. He might as well because be the they're run not game. built to run the ball. Yeah, and if, if they need to, then he'll just leap over a line. He's fucking. Right? He's. He's Tim Tebowing it is what he's doing. But they have to run the ball because otherwise it's at a way more. No, got way more. He's 2010 Tim Tebow Florida Gators, but way more accurate. The opposing in the in the in the sense that whenever they couldn't get anything going, they would just be like Tim, go get the first down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But opposing defense is always going to know what they're doing because they're never going to run the ball. They need to run it more. I, I think they will, but we can get into that as, as a conversation. Yeah, it's a conversation for another day. We're going to wrap this up. As always, we're brought to you by House of Havoc Podcasting, Tiger Pack Productions, Sachi Di Dinero, and Stay Thirsty Company. Peace out. Shout out to I was never meant to make it out alive. It's honestly miraculous that I'm still pulling air in the tiger